0: And it felt like shit was going on. and then you sort of come out of it and it sort of disappears and it's not there anymore. and you kind of like, what was so good about that?" And you can only sort of...
1: yeah, it's too it's okay. too full-on, so too extreme. As a kid. There was only a, probably like a few years that happened to me quite often and I would have been 10 or under and then a couple of times in as a teenager but I had this reoccurring dream and to this day, I can't explain what is happening in the dream but it's really simple. I'm basically there and I'm in this sort of smallish sphere slash room kind of thing but there's no edge to it but I know that it's small but then all of a sudden I'm big and I'm like out I'm at the outer edge of this little sphere kind of looking down on me and everything's getting really fucking big but it's only like you might the way I'm looking at it two meters but I'm huge like yeah. I am massive and I'm looking over this thing that is me down there. There's nothing else there. It's just kind of like my bed, and it's semi-dark. But I'm just getting bigger and bigger and bigger, and I have this like, and I'm scared. And I'm like, and then as I start to become, you know, like in a lucid dream, like a little bit lucid, it just vanishes and goes away. But I, I when I wake up, I, I like, I was scared, but I really enjoyed it, and I can't describe it or get back there or even think about what it was again. It, in my mind can't comprehend yeah. it. Do you have it? Do you have the dream now that you're an adult, or I've had it once in the last have, ten years, I reckon.
0: Yeah, that's so funny because I have a similar, not a similar dream, but a, I have a recurring dream from when I was a kid that I probably had once or twice as an adult, and I can't explain it at all, other to say that there's two different types of surfaces in it. Yeah, one's very smooth and one's rough, and there it's something really fucking cool about them. But then I'd come back and I can't explain what it was, and it's just these surfaces, just the
1: textures of man. the
0: textures, and the, but it's something really fucking deep about
1: these textures. And it's the, and I think about them every now and then. I think about this this scenario that I'm in, and and I cannot even properly describe it. It, it blows my mind still, I, and I yeah I want to go back there somehow. Yeah trippy very trippy hey should we do this yeah
0: all right <laughs> i'll <I'm in> the-
1: <laughs> <laughs> do this week here
0: all right i was gonna say uh speaking of alternate realities welcome back to one off the wood episode 14 i am your host andy here in coogee new south wales and, and as always Joined by was situated on the western coast of Australia. How are you, was?
1: I am alive, kicking, and uh, alive and kicking, ready to go. Well, not even. I've had one off the wood, and I am ready for a
0: second one off the wood. Yeah, I've just had one off the wood. Um, I I posted it on our Instagram. It was uh, what what are they? It was called big a shot or something. Big shot, ten percent alcohol volume. Brewed alcoholic drink, margarita lime flavor. Wow! wow. Fucking wow. disgusting. It was it was horrible. It was like a sweet lime wine. Okay. Disgusting. Yeah, really horrible. I would say definitely don't don't get one of those.
1: How's your party started? Um, though is it there? <laughs> well,
0: we just went into a pretty deep conversation about lucid dreaming and
1: alternate realities. So something's something's working for us something's rocking along i've got the west australia's finest emu export as a standard i seem to always have export off the woods because our sponsors really haven't come through with the goods the beer farm tins they're expensive when you get them at the bottle shop they're bloody delicious but you know i, I can't go past the world's most smashable beer so that's what's taking me taking me to the airwaves this evening from uh, from the lounge room once again yeah. Well, I've got a Brew single
0: hop. It's a mini man can, like it's bigger than a normal can, but not as big as one of those big man cans. Yep. Single G hop from tube, Bridgewater, Tasmania. Um, it's a 440 mil. It's a pretty good beer, actually. It's not as intense as their pale, the Mubru pale, which I do like, but it's uh, you can't drink heaps of them.
1: They've been around so, for a few years, yeah. haven't they, Brew? They're like one of the first sort of, not micro breweries, but like Gage Roads equivalent, those sort of things.
0: Yeah, they've been around, I mean, if I had to guess, and it would be a guess, I'd say going on 20 years. 20 years? <clears throat> yeah, okay. Um, but it, it might be less than that. But they're pretty fancy, and it's funny that they've moved to Bridgewater, which is like one of the most bogan suburbs in um, Hobart, but a um, nice cheap place to build a little factory. We and, need a uh, lot of room to make. It's actually beer. not far from my parents' place. Perfect. You need
1: room, yeah. You need the volume. Like, There's a lot of inputs. There's a lot of big infrastructure, and then you need to stack it all up in cans and send it to the humans. Yeah, and the humans love it. I think like the ones in the city, they have to – you build
0: them in the city, but then you need people in there all the time to pay for it. But if you just go and build it out in the sticks and sell it in the bottle shops and the pubs, you don't need to have to worry about that shit. So just move to
1: Bridgewater and do your moo brew. Yeah, that's what the the guys from Pirate Life did because they're actually West Australian originally, West Australian business, but they wanted – like, if you are going to go big, you, you don't want to brew beer in WA and then have that huge export cost to the east coast. So they drove over in like convoy. Um, they bought a place in South Australia where they could get heaps of room, heaps of um, floor space for little cost, and set up over there, and that way they can distribute to everywhere around yep. Australia cheaply. It's tough, tough from WA. Like, how to like Colonial Brewery
0: them from Margaret River, but I think they're set up in in Port Melbourne now because. By the time you ship the beer across, I think it's it's rooted.
1: Yeah, and that, well, the beer farm yeah. guys do that. They ship everything cold, and they refuse to do it otherwise because otherwise you got to put preservatives yeah. and things in it. I think we, I'm sure someone else can educate us on that, but it does make sense. Did someone
0: was it someone on this podcast that said that if you travel beer in cans, it, it doesn't get affected by the the temperature
1: variation, but if yeah. you're in bottles, it does definitely wasn't on this podcast. Someone told me that. The the sun like UV affects it. So hence why people are moving towards cans uh, because the UV kills it. And That's yeah. hence why a stubby is brown or green, you know, tinted stubbies back in the day to protect the uh, the goods. Because you know that flavour,
0: don't you, when it's been UV affected. It's you still drink it, but it's not good. It's not it's not ideal. Hey look. <laughs> um we're going to kick off. It's just me and you today, tonight. Uh, no no guests. We had a couple of guests. It was only last week. This is two weeks in a row. Uh, we had Ollie and Matthew. Uh, Matt, who were both um, plant doctors. And yeah, they came and told us about what they've been up to. That was pretty cool. Um, but it's just me and you, we're just going to chat through a few different things, but I thought we'd do a bit of housekeeping to start with was, if that's all right with you. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Um, can you start with-
1: Because I always forget to do it. Can you start with one off the wood? Like I still have people that um, have following the Instagram even and have listened to an episode for the first time and finally figured out that one off the wood means taking a beer off the wood. That, that's what, what yeah, it's all about. Yeah, at a, at a pub. Yeah, at a pub. That's the and, original
0: saying. Ideally, a um original Australian
1: pub with a wooden bar, and you take a cold froth off the wood, off the wooden that's bar, it. smashing one off the wood. So get yeah. it, get out there and um, yeah, give us a tag. I think that's I'd like to see that people tagging actually, the uh, you know, when yeah, you have one have off the wood,
0: when you take a <clears throat> what tagging us in there, yeah, one ta- off the wood. That's it. So uh, yeah, go and. And if you are listening to this and you're not following us on the Instagram and give us a follow at one off the wood. Tag us when you do smash one off the wood. And just to clear it up, one off the wood does not mean doing a line of cocaine off a hard cock, does it, was?
1: It doesn't mean that. It's been mistaken for that more than once. But no. More than once. More than once. Not that there's anything wrong with that. If that's what you're into, make your own podcast. Call it one off the wood. That's right. Be a, probably be a better podcast. Absolutely. So, what are you taking off the wood today, Was <laughs> uh, Not sure where that came from, but uh, wow. Uh, yeah, be, they, they, they probably get, get their dick. episodes done in like 20 minutes though. Was, uh, not drag out for hours and hours. So you get through a lot. <laughs> you get through a lot in 20 <laughs> but minutes. Like, <laughs> but you've got to get that dick to stay still uh that's the problem with the whole thing still and hard as well do you line it up on the cock do you do you, I think you, you get the, the cock hard ball. you hold it in your hand and then you do it that way and then cut but you'd want it all nice and neat in portions almost to spoon it onto the cock and slide so. it along the shaft before you line it up right? no,
0: one, no one said it was going to be easy Nah, no one said it was going to be easy Hey, while we're talking Instagram, I would also recommend you go and follow Wayan Eating. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's just, it's, for some reason that's written in the notes there. But it's this—I uh, guess—he's Korean or something. Kid, he's—he doesn't have that many followers. We're trying to big him up, but he basically eats different types of food right into his microphone, and it's quite titillating
1: it's like the um that asmr (laughs) i don't know what asmr stands for but it's about where people get right up close and on a microphone turned up the gain real high so you can hear all the yeah so if i'd
0: have a sip of my beer it'll be this would be asmr here we go
1: (sighs) asmr something like that but even the microphone little like Getting little pops and Just squeaks, pops and squeaks. Yeah, it's fucking weird. Anyway, the guy's got like a hundred thousand views on his on his YouTube clips, and I fucking knows how he came across him, but um, he's a he's a brilliant, brilliant um, human. And I'd like he's to a red him. talent. <laughs> Go
0: you Should get him on Australia's Got Talent. And I accidentally watched that last night. Did Made you hungry? Any talent? There was some talented people in there, but there was like. There's this old lady. She's probably in her 70s and she was meant to be a bodybuilder. But to me, it just looked like she was super skinny and bronzed up and she was doing these weird dance moves. And they were all so inspired by her. And I was just sitting on the couch like, this is actually fucked. Like, there's no talent here. She's just an old duck um, that goes to She's the just an old duck that's really skinny that's gone off the Richter, like she's off the show. And they're all encouraging her and they shouldn't be. Mm. Anyway. How do
1: you reckon she gets it? <laughs> good All on right. her. Yeah. yeah. No, 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 no. Not good on her. She's Just in her back to the Back to the nursing home. Back to go and dominate. She'd be a real catch in the nursing No,
0: I'm happy for her to hit the gym, but there's no need for her to get on my TV. The internet's a bit shit here, so I've been struggling with Netflix. I end up turning the television on. Mm. It's a disaster. Anyway, housekeeping number two. Uh, we have... So, I guess you listen... To this podcast on a podcast app if you can go to your app and give us a review it helps with it getting listened by more people uh, it doesn't have to be a five-star review we do prefer the five-star reviews but you know give us an honest review we got one this week do you know I, mean? I don't think you've seen it. it was
1: no far away i will well, there's a I few different to you. um different I apps that people can about. listen to on. So you've got obviously iTunes, Spotify. We're actually on now, which you have to pass some kind of hell yeah. Path, but obviously, no one from Spotify has had a listen yet. So we're um we're we're in the clear on a that few one. Listens on there. Um, but yeah, there's a few different ways you can listen to it, and whatever app you prefer, give us a little um some feedback, a a lull or uh, something else, and you know some honest feedback. Call us out. Just out some on the
0: bullshit. honest feedback would be nice and even just straight up abuse will take <laughs> here's some honest feedback this is this is good it's it's from testy Ranger so thanks testy Ranger uh, it says a good podcast five stars so thanks testy Ranger we appreciate that an interesting range of topics and well co-hosted Well done was that's me and you thank you audio quality can be a strain fading in and out Testy rang up, fucking tell me about it. We've been trying to figure out the best way to do this across the country, and everyone sort of told us to do Zoom. But you know what? Zoom fucking sucks. It cuts in and out and it's no good. So hopefully, it'll be better on this episode. We're using a different program called Zencaster. It's like if we're in the same room, we can get a good sound going, but it's just that we're on opposite sides of the country and we're still trying to figure this shit out. But Thanks for the feedback Testy Ranger. Testy it. Ranger.
1: And the thing, you know we can always change the uh, we can always change the app or the sound quality or get new microphones something but we can't change the hosts. So I'm glad that the hosts are uh, getting ticks of approval. <laughs> we <laughs> got ticks. Yeah,
0: someone's going to f- write in and write us off eventually. Um are you and, ready
1: for that? Are you going to be out of hand? I'm ready. I oh, welcome to come on the podcast and add to the content. If <laughs> you've got something to share, bring it on. <laughs> Most negative comments have come
0: directly to us through phone calls or text messages <laughs> rather than yeah. in the ratings and reviews, but That's, we take
1: it all on board. The whole beauty of podcasting, though, if you don't like it, don't fucking listen. It's just, it's great. Yeah. yeah. You know
0: what? If you don't like it, Testy Ranger, you can suck a dick, cunt. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh cop that there you go there you go <laughs> have you got any more uh, housekeeping <laughs> shit yeah, oh, well yeah. testy ranger. <laughs> you go now uh, well I, I was just going to say the other side of um what we do obviously following on instagram we try to promote um tunes that we rock every day or every episode as well so um most of them are available yep. on spotify you've been sourcing most of them there andy but um give your bands a follow and like and um, tune in at the end because there's some that uh, Liv Cartlidge, Uh I hadn't, I hadn't listened to any of her stuff and I've just been repping that all week. Yeah. My office has been um, dealt the pleasure of listening to Liv all week. So um, they're appreciating it too. She's good. Yeah, real good. She's probably the most professional one we've put on so far. She's
0: she's only young too. She's like 22 or something. Um, yeah, her voice and her songwriting's amazing. Um, but who else we had? We had Benny Williams. Give him a follow on um, Instagram. Benny loves his mama.
1: Oh, it's the bitter men. Um, your band? You got to give them a the shout out. The bitter men. My I'm... band. Yeah, the bitter men. That's it. Uh, I'm, I'm We've got looking, an album. Um, I'm looking forward to talking proper, full length episode about the bitter men as well, which we will do one day. I promise.
0: Well, uh, I think Dave is going to come visit me in Sydney. So when he does, we'll um, maybe we have one with him as a guest.
1: Yeah. Absolutely. If we can, Lock it if in. can
0: get any words out of him. <laughs> uh yeah, and that, anyway, that's it. Who else do we have? We had uh what was that other band? We had
1: Chimp, Chimps play the,
0: that got me. Chimp copy. Militia but um Oh we didn't even ask him if he could play it, so I probably shouldn't oh,
1: have. Uh them. the the uh the guys you saw played with at the, the Espy. Um Yeah, we played with Spotlight. them at the Espy Spotlight? Floodlights, they're
0: called Floodlights. Yeah. Close, close, mate. I had that song stuck in my head for ages because it was called Nullarbor and it was about them traveling across the Nullarbor. So check that out and it's on the internet. You don't really need to tell people where to find things, do you? Because everyone's just going to Google it anyway.
1: Yeah, I suppose you so, don't do it. Anyway. But then again, I've last onto Spotify. I only just got there thanks to you giving me a free... um. A little uh, free tap on the uh, family account, the the uh, Andy family account that we all live in St Kilda where no one lives hey, anymore. Hey, there's one more, one more spot on that family account. I just thought of saying If you jump on, right, and you rate yes.
0: the podcast Go on. on one of these um, apps, leave your email at the end and I will give you a free Spotify account. <laughs> free Spotify. Yeah, for the first person to rate from this. Well, I've got one more spot, and who else am I going to give it to? A this friend. The, I think the so. best.
1: This is actually the best gift that you can give out. I think. On a absolutely. This is great. Ah, oh, fantastic! Well, I look forward so to you whatever go. That is. That's- Bring it on! Yeah. Um, do you want to? I'd like to. Um. know what was your favorite episode? Because I listened to an old episode of ours, which is a bit self-indulgent this week, but.
0: Hey, look, we're, you wouldn't do a podcast if you weren't a little bit of an up-yourself prick, so <laughs> exactly. don't worry about it.
1: Yeah, look, I, I um, someone asked me, they're like, what episode should I listen to on the potty? Like I'm getting on a plane, I need um, some entertainment. And I shouted out mine. Yeah? I was like, well, and obviously it was designed to go, you know, for that person, what they wanted to know. But then it got me thinking. I was like, what was your favorite episode, Annie? Have you listened to any any back episodes? Because we've actually had some good guests on and to be fair, I think some of them are good. <laughs> some of them, testy ranger, have terrible sound and are a bit shit. Yeah, look,
0: I enjoy them. I, it's, it's They're all pretty fun to do. It's definitely fun to do and I haven't listened, but I, I've sort of listened back to some of the early ones and then I listen to them when I have to do sound editing, but I think My favourite, we didn't have a guest, it was Breast Milk Factories. (laughs) Yes. Episode four. And it was just me and you, but we were pretty lit up, I think, at your place on the piss. And uh, it just had some funny conversation. I I enjoy that one. Uh, But as far as a guest, I would say, I'd nearly say last week's episode, Turgid Times with Ollie and Matt. I thought Matt in particular – was quite quite good. He should have his own podcast. He's got the voice for it, and he had some really interesting stuff to to tell us. So, yeah, Man. I'd say episode
1: thirteen, and and get back and have a listen to those breast milk factories. Episode four. <laughs> I think you're spot on. There's some loose times in breast milk factories, but um, really accomplished or really encompassed what I think our original catch ups. Whenever we get together and talk, just absolute bullshit and. Um, laugh at ourselves and I think that was yeah really encompassed it and the last week was good too yeah I, I liked um Matt they're so funny and when we obviously finished recording those guys stuck around we had dinner and just talked so much more shit and and so many times I was like man it would have been great to keep recording this but you know that's I suppose what's quite hard about it because you have an organic conversation and you want to get that recorded but you don't yeah don't how you manage that Yeah. And when you do capture those bits, that's the good,
0: the good bits, but it's, it's normally, you normally find it about 40 minutes in for about 10 minutes long. Yeah. I reckon that, that was it. (laughs) That was the good
1: shit. (laughs) I reckon that's the Rogan, um, model where he just talked, they just lock in. It's like, right, we're here for three hours, sit back, get comfortable. Shit's going on. We'll figure something, something will happen, you know, like lack of structure or whatever it is. But, um, no, it's good. My, my, the episode I listened to, so I suggested for a friend who who plays hockey um, and uh, she was flying back from Sydney and she's like, who should I listen to? And I said the Ash Nelson episode that we did. And then after recommending it, I was like, oh, I wonder if it is any good. And I whacked it on and <laughs> listened, listened to the first five minutes. And I was genuinely, I think it was, you know, a long enough ago to forget what we talked about. And I was entertained. Like it was, it was quite good for the first five minutes or so. And um, and Ash was good fun. Like really good fun. did uh, it didn't actually inspired me. I realised that as much as you know we promote our own shit, we um, I haven't actually listened to her on the radio on Saturday mornings or whenever her, uh, her shows on. So we should get around that. Yeah, I was going to say like it probably helps that she's a professional radio
0: host. But um, what? Yeah, Perth Perth FM, isn't it? Saturday mornings, the sports sports hour or something. There's a nine and a Nelson. seven
1: and a two or something in there. I'm sure we can. You guys can look at just yeah, Ashley Google Nelson ex hockey roo. But no, she was really good fun. So, yeah, that was that was. I and she's she's an Olympian.
0: Like she's achieved far more than you or I will ever achieve, as far as. <laughs> A
1: sports (laughs) go. And we dragged her and we dragged her to a hotel with two two queen beds to record a podcast, of which she called us out on immediately. That's right. Brilliant. Well played, Ash. She's like, I've never, yeah, she's used to her studios in Radio World. Sorry, Ash. Yeah. Although, although, fancy enough for you in here. She's the perfect guest to have on because we didn't talk about this, but she's moved into a new place somewhere, I won't say where, and um, by herself. And she, the bedroom is quite small. So she decided to put her bed in what has been like, obviously, the single man's place, kind of like what you'd call the pool room, I think. And there's a bar on one side of it. Mm. So she's got this huge room as her bedroom because she figures, fuck it, why not? And there's a bar right next to her bed. So recording one off the wood next to two queen beds pushed together was, um, you know, just like her being at home, really. So so we should go and do uh, an episode away. We should do one from her bedroom, for sure. Yes. Absolutely. Sign up. Ash, if you... Tee up round two. We're there. We're we're coming to your place. One off the wood on tour again. So, yeah. Absolutely. Give that a listen, humans. I think you'll like it. Humans. Uh, Speaking of humans
0: was you sent me an article today of which I read most of and it's basically saying that we might not really need humans anymore as far as uh, inventions go. Can you tell me more about that?
1: Well, yeah, so this was, I can't remember, oh, I think it was Porter that um, was telling me about it, but um, basically the the AI that we've invented, artificial intelligent robots, have started inventing things and like you, I did the same that thing where I read the read the headline. I'm like, man, that's interesting. Mm, I know all about that, and then flicked on. But I actually went back to this one and read through it. So there's an a robot that's been invented, and it has invented things to help it do its job. And it invented two things. One was a food container. Um, but have you got the article up based on a, a geometric shape? And the geometric shape is. If what you would see as a um, a snowflake. So with the...
0: Yeah, it looks like a snowflake. What's and the it- idea is that the it's a, such a shape that it'll stick together so you you can pack them like really tessellate. tightly together. So it like won't
1: tessellates move. together in, in the, yep. the kind of shape that is, but it is a snowflake shape, so it's quite intricate. It hooks in together so you yep. pack them tightly together and they're made food containers. But this robot had to carry... Food containers, but so no, invented a food container. So
0: there's no robot. I think you're misunderstanding what artificial intelligence is. It's no robot. It's just a computer. It's just computer code that's been designed to invent. But what it did do with this snowflake container is invent it so that it would be easier for robots to pick it up right. if there was such a robot. Okay. So, but, but why they're talking about this is because they've – so it invented that and it invented a flashing light pattern that is more likely to be um, recognized by a human. So rather I guess that than, could be
1: used if – Rather than just like an on, off, on, off, on, off. So, yeah, it's so like
0: one that's designed to hook in with the way your brain patterns work.
1: So it mimics the – But the reason this has all been – Of neural activity. In your brain, yeah. Okay, so wait, they, they asked – the robot to invent something. It's not like this R two D two kicking around being they like, didn't. Hey, what he goes up to might no, invent something. That's a robot.
0: But like <laughs> so. Artificial intelligence is just it's machine learning, so it's just computer code that's designed to learn. Yeah. And this particular bit of code is designed to invent, and this is the two things that it's invented. That they and I'm sure it invented a whole heap of bullshit as well. <laughs> but have you ever seen like there's AIs on Twitter. And there's AIs that they get to write books and stuff. Yep. <laughs> and they like get an AI to write a book in the um, uh, in the style of like a certain movie or something. It's just fucking hilarious. Like it's gobbledygook, but it's funny. Um, and it kind of gets the idea. But the, the uh, this is the two things that they're like, you know, what these are good ideas. We're going to patent them, and we want to yep. give the patent to to the AI and the UK patent people are saying, well, you can't cause you need to give it to a human. And they're like, well, we don't want to give it to a human. We want to give it to the AI. And that's
1: kind of what the, that's
0: about, the is what article is like- about. Cause
1: it, cause it's the same thing that law. And I'm just trying to call out the, the shape is called a fractal. So it's a fractal design, which is a snowflake shape that tessellates itself to join in. But the, um, that law is based on basically companies not owning that, the right to the invention it has to be delegated to a person within that. So ownership has to be a human person to actually yeah, yeah own that invention. And you might have directed the robot. But they're saying then you're the person who has the invention potentially. So if you wrote the AI,
0: because it's one thing to write a bit of computer code and say, I want this code to do a certain thing and it did. I wrote the code, I get the patent. But I've written the code for this thing to just randomly come up with shit. And this is what it's randomly come up with. It's almost like having a child. So let's take Kelly Slater's father, for example. He was a deadbeat dad. He wasn't there through Kelly's childhood. But he did deliver the semen that made Kelly Slater. And Kelly Slater ended up being the greatest surfer of all time. So who's responsible for Kelly Slater's greatness? Is it
1: his dad or is it him? Yeah, it's the man. It's gotta be Kelly. But he's got his own That's that's the but that's the thing, right? You didn't he his dad didn't write the code for Kelly. He didn't write like a, this is what Kelly's gonna do. He, he's gonna do this on a wave.
0: No, but he delivered
1: he delivered the it, DNA code into the vagina. Into the egg. But the but then the human develops the skills and continues to be and develop those skills and, and has the idea and the, uh, you know, like especially surfing such a great example because it's so artistic and it's so up to feel and interpretation of what you've got. And Kelly, being the best of all time, has been able to evolve with surfing criteria as it's changed. He's beating these kids these days, doing all crazy airs versus back in the 90s when it was all, Long boards, just doing calves and a million turns to the beach. So you, he so is
0: the human version of the AI. He is the thing. I think so. So I th- so and so this AI. In that case, then we should. Yeah. But what do you do with these AIs? Do you then do you give each one of them a name? Like it's a system that can be replicated. If you take the exact same AI, right, and you replicate it on a thousand yeah. systems, it's going to come up with a thousand yeah. different ideas,
1: right? See, that's, that's what I reckon is that that's what they're saying. That's the point of AI becoming human, right? Yeah. Or something. They, they, yeah, they had this, <laughs> the original test for it is called the, <laughs> yeah, fuck, I just got real deep. So the Turing test, right, was the original, and it was basically a bloke or a female um, probably a asking questions, probably like. bloke asking as it was in the 50s asking a, uh, a bloke asking another bloke questions and then asking a computer questions and then if he couldn't determine which was the human then that's the Turing test so it didn't pass and it was very simple questions but recently they've had to ditch that test because the AI is beating is is basically passing it with flying colors and like the new test involves something like yeah that it has to like the AI has to imagine itself in another person's shoes. So it has to step out and imagine that it's somebody else, not what it would think of it, but what somebody else would perceive in that scenario. So imagine you're this person in this
0: different scenario. So it's like,
1: yeah. But if you
0: give an AI enough information about people and places, eventually it should be able to imagine itself in, in different scenarios. If it can imagine itself... What does it think it is?
1: Yeah, well, this like um, this, <laughs> yeah, and so the this whole article right is about I don't know AI inventing things and getting to tech, and I think we still think of computers or robots very, like, well, I think of AI as a robot. You proved that earlier. It's a it's a thing there, and it's stupid. And we've told it to do stuff, but it can't actually think for itself. Yet you know, it beat me in a game of chess. Yeah. But like maybe even giving it, you know, we're testing to see what's more human, right? So we're testing it. Is it more human than us? Why are we going, like humans are, are, are surely, um, we're not the most efficient form. I mean, we'd get eaten by any animal pretty much in the wild. Like we've got some smarts about us, but like, why would you create a human? Why don't you create something different that's going to, be just next level i mean for one thing it's not going to get offended is it you're not going to create a robot that's going to be offended when you ask it to do something well or
0: you are going to create it a robot shoes look shit you are going to create a robot that gets offended because you're thinking a robot is a human style thing right where it has to do these things where an ai doesn't even have to have a, a body it just it can exist in you know in cyberspace and it doesn't have to have, get offended and it doesn't have to have feelings. I think that's why people are scared of it because it's just, it's something that's nothing and it's everywhere.
1: Why would, We've got to be scared of it because we're motivated or personally I'm, I'm motivated by life. I don't want to make a mistake and no. die because then I check out of life. But also like material things, there's a reason we all go to work. We want money to survive and buy things and possessions, right? But this AI can't even own its own invention, let alone owned things. I can't go and write, leave, leave in my will, my 20 bucks or whatever my net worth is to a robot or to an AI machine. Cause it's not allowed to own anything. Like you're leaving your, your whole, I don't know, everything in your will to your dog. It's a, it's fine in uh, principle, but Dog ain't making decisions. Dog's not going to the bank.
0: No. But the dog appreciates a bone and the AI doesn't appreciate anything. <laughs> it's just it's just doing because it it's set up to do. Like it's but at what point like who are you to say what the AI enjoys and doesn't enjoy? Maybe it. Yeah, it, it. it Maybe at some point it starts to really appreciate inventing things and getting some sort of satisfaction from it. Uh, maybe even orgasmic satisfaction. Yeah. You, you to, won't be
1: able to understand. So you have to build in satisfaction and ownership. Like that Whitney Whitney Cummings, is that the, the chick's name? Who has a the yeah, sex I watched, robot? Yeah, I
0: watched her special with the sex robot. I haven't I seen fucked. it. Is it on Netflix? Yeah, so I came up because I'd heard a bit of her on um, Rogan's podcast. So yeah. I watched it the other night. It was, it was actually pretty funny. Um, I think some of her older stuff, she was a bit, bit man hating, but she's sort of. Still a bit man-hating, but she's toned it back a notch, and it was actually pretty funny. So, yeah, Uh, check it out. The robot's not bad. Like, you'd probably, if you had a few beers, you'd fuck that robot, (laughs) I reckon. Apparently, since the special came out, she's, like, that company has sold heaps of Whitney Cummings robots. So
1: She's got an appropriate name for it, doesn't she? Whitney Cummings robot. What if her sex doll invented a new move? What if her sex doll, like, started... I don't know some variation of the fish hook or something. It started doing something that no one's done before. Does it get credited? Is there any the Whitney? Is there any new thing? moves though? What's the latest move in sex? Do
0: you reckon like that has existed in the last hundred years? Like what what are we doing that we weren't doing
1: a hundred, hundred years, years ago? ago? I, I yeah struggle to think what the kids are doing these days. Like you and I, our generation be was watching about kids doing stuff. <laughs> Watching the watching an internet browser, five blokes crowded round like a fat back monitor that's twelve inches wide, watching, you know, slowly line by line a picture of Pamela Anderson load, let alone yeah. what the kids have got in their pockets at lunchtime. It's like, oh check out this I just saw some extreme version of expletives I don't really want to mention.
0: No, but the sex itself, like just there's nothing
1: new, right? Well unless you think don't know, it's props. it has got to be props involved, but then again, maybe they invent a prop that's different to other... Like a new sex toy. Yeah, it goes in your oh. ear instead, and it ASMR so... stimulates you while you're while you're doing the... Yeah, maybe that's it. There's a lot of money to be made in
0: sex toys, apparently. Um, uh, so M- Mel was telling me that, that someone she knows was in the same industry as her and then ended up she now imports and sells sex toys and is like killing it making like making bank on on sex toy importation so if you can get an ai to invent a new type of sex toy you'll be printing money
1: is it an like what kind of sex toys is she uh, importing some real niche stuff
0: I don't know. I assume just, there's only, like, what is it? It's dildos, right? There's not that many
1: other things. Cock rings. Cock, cock ring, the dildo, the, you know, the external stimulators, I suppose. That's what I'm saying. It's all the same. There's nothing new. It's all based around the similar sort of area, penetrating or we need a, vibrating. We need an AI dedicated to new sex toys. How is it? So the original vibrator was a, a like, tube pretty much with bees inside it. Did you know that? So it had bees, like bees inside it, and it was just the bees were going a bit nuts because they're obviously not home, and that and the little tube would vibrate. So that was the original vibrator. That's how was that's that's uh, where (laughs) where things started pre electricity. That shit's genius, isn't it? No AI is inventing that, aren't they? It's like right, we'll grab those bees. They look pretty riled up. Whack them in a small tube. Put up that up the vajayjay. Bingo! Yeah, I think... Good times. It's not... Someone
0: didn't think, oh, I'm going to get the bees and put them in a tube. It's like someone had the bees in the tube for another reason. And they're like, you know what? <laughs> I bet you this would feel good if I stuck it in me. <laughs> it's always that. It's you a, never...
1: That's <laughs> how people end up at the hospital, isn't it? <laughs> there's an, absolutely. There's an apple in my ass. Oh, ah, <laughs> how that ended up there? How did well, we get there? Well, in retrospect, not a good idea. But, you know the eyes in the beholder of the apple and I thought this might be fun. Yeah, I think there's a lot of things getting stuck up butts in the hospital um, on all reports. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I think um, it's all going to go downhill when the robots break away and realize that they can just go and look up their own porn or uh, robots, the sound of robots wanking, you get to work early and there's just robots... Just that. I imagine. <laughs> what do you imagine a uh, a robot orgasm sounds like? Um,
0: I think it just makes like your TV screen shudder
1: and you're like, oh, what was that? Just a little it was, glit. It was the AI. You don't reckon it's the- Coming up with a new idea. You don't reckon it's the, the 90s dial-up sound? They're all just like that. Ring, ding, 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 ding. It's not about that. No, nah, that's old school. That's old school modem orgasms. Modem? That's the that's the modem, is it? That's just snapping one out. That,
0: yeah, that's what it was. Because they designed the modem to really enjoy connecting to the internet, and that's the sound it
1: made. Didn't you know that? No, right there you go. Why? Do, what is that sound? <laughs> is it pre? Like, is it organic? Is that what the sound it makes? Or did someone like, all right, play the sound, let them all know we're on the internet? Well, because
0: you had to do it over the phone line. So they must have had to back engineer a phone line to do shit that it wasn't supposed to do. And I guess the phone, I'm just making this up, but I guess the phone line was designed to carry sound. And then you start sending, you know, electronic shit down there.
1: And that's just, just what it sounds like. Was it the same every time? I feel like mine was always the same. I think it was the same, yeah.
0: What the fucking ridiculous the
1: noise. That's so <laughs> unnecessary.
0: Why not program it not to make the noise as well? Just say, oh, just be quiet for this bit. Yeah. Like, why do we have to hear the noise? I, that's a, one of the- <laughs> fucking ages too. There's kids out there that don't know what we're talking about. Did some
1: scientist 56K. Some computer programmer thought that this, all right, this is going to take a while. So we'll just play this noise, right? Should we play a tune? We'll play like Queen or something. No, 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 no. Just we'll put this noise on, show them the gamete of the speakers. That will be cool. And then see what they've (laughs) – that'll entertain the kids while it it, um, dials up. They won't even notice. All of a sudden, they'll be connected to the internet and they'll be seeing like, you know, the forehead of Pamela Anderson download two inches at a time. Perfect. Two inches at a time. I just Googled what it was. John. But this is not the right.
0: It's it's the sound of a modem connecting with another another modem across the repurposed telephone infrastructure. So I think I got that bit right. But yeah. then he goes on to say, it was the noise of being part of the beginning of the internet. The noises our technologies make, as much as any music, are the soundtrack to an era. Thanks, mate. <laughs> Appreciate that.
1: Um, yeah, fair Appreciate enough. that. Of, of one thing I'll, to add, Whitney Cummings Robot, the sex doll, right? Is a mm-hmm. it's a female sex doll, yeah. Yes. So it it Correct. obviously it um identifies as a female. It would if it could identify as anything. I
0: think it's just a yeah okay. It looks like a female. It looks like a female.
1: Well, as per computer programming now, right? Being binary, it's got to yep. be a female or a male. The problem is going to come in robot sex dolls when quantum computers become a thing because by definition, quantum computers are going to take processes to a new level where instead of being binary, so being on or off or zero or one or male or female, these quantum Mm -hmm. sex dolls can be both at the same time. They're like, I'm not male. I'm not female. I'm fucking both of them. I'm the full gamut. But I think
0: think you can be male- or female, or both at the same time. Whereas what the, uh, the social justice warriors would want you to think is that you could be anywhere in between. On the spectrum. But I don't think on the spectrum, but I think with quantum computing, you have to be one, the other, or both, don't
1: you? Fuck. <laughs> I suppose it would actually be are you male? Yes, no. Are you female? Yes, no. And then you'd have to go through the, are you bisexual, transsexual, homogenous, asexual. There's a new pansexual. Have you heard of that? So there's like, nope. pansexual is that you are not attracted to male or female, or you're not attracted to physical forms of people, but you're attracted to, people's brains and their personality so your first point of call is i'm attracted to a personality who is that personality attached to is irrelevant i'm attracted to that one so not a physical thing so they don't associate with one or the other they just associated with the brains which is probably like further down that robot AI sort of shit, isn't it? Yeah. They just want to connect that's, with the that's brain. That's
0: higher level of being shit. Yeah, they're pansexuals. But also, you're probably just, uh, let's be real, you're probably just ugly. That, that, you that want too. people to be attracted to you for your brain. So you're like, well, I'm attracted to other people for their brains. I'm not into good-looking people. But realistically, you're probably just butt-ugly and um, no one's going to be attracted to you. So
1: Heard it here first, pansexuals, just butt-ugly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> on the, but on the spectrum, it's fucking weird, isn't it? It's like, because that whole, like, I reckon as, even as a youngster, you don't know what it is, but you you like the girls, you're into them, and there's something about them that you need to know more. about boys? You never know. This is me personally. I'm not talking as males in general, <laughs> but you don't know what it is, but you need to learn more about them, and you'll never figure out. It's like a book that you'll never get to the end of. The chapters just keep getting written like Harry Potter, where you can't fucking keep up. Like I need to know. The boys, I couldn't give a shit. You
2: get better at it.
0: You get better and better. You learn. But I think then you end up you're living with one and you realise how little you know. That's how you keep learning more and you keep taking notes and you find ways to to
1: um yeah, to interpret the information you got to get close to the enemy right what understand
0: yeah what does this mean what does that mean if i do this this happens if i do this this happens it's like uh it's a lifelong journey it's like uh surfing i think it's it's a lifelong thing trying to work out the ocean and you're never going to work it out and eventually it's going to kill you
1: (laughs) (laughs) statistically wise that's true (laughs) women generally outlive outlive men I don't know if that's just because mm-hmm. we get... And the ocean will outlive us all, I hope. The ocean will outlive us all. That's another episode in itself. All these these planet huggers, they're like, we're killing the planet. We're not killing the planet. We're fucking running towards our own end. You just haven't realized it. We're going to kill ourselves. Hey, can I ask you something? Do you, do you believe in climate change? Yeah, I, I believe in it. I know it's, it's factual. It's happening, I think, to my knowledge... What I understand, we are responsible for accelerating it. So, yes. Cool. I was just checking. I just had a feeling that you
0: might be a climate <laughs> change denier, but you're not. You know, it's interesting that I was listening to a podcast today um, on the Jordan Peterson podcast. And they were talking about how if you just watch the news, everything's fucked, right? The world's getting worse and worse. But the point that he was they were making is that, well, the world's actually getting better and better and better. And it has been for quite some time. And one of the things that he said, which I didn't believe, but I looked into it later, is that the world is actually gaining, it's like reforestation at the moment, not deforestation. We're actually wow. planting more trees than we're losing right now. And the other, which is pretty awesome. That's a so world well
1: And shout out to Drone Seed as well, at Drone Seed on Instagram. <laughs> Drone Seed, shooting those seeds. Just dropping them little nuggets of joy. But
0: the other thing you said, and I am going to get this wrong, is that by having more carbon dioxide in the atmosphere, the plants that are here don't need to expel as much um, carbon dioxide, which means they sort of they close up and can become more green. So it's actually becoming more green because of the way the plants react to the carbon dioxide. So we're actually increasing the amount of greenery on the planet right now.
1: Okay, wait, wait. So just I think you have to give me that again. There is more carbon dioxide available for the plants so they're not working as hard so each leaf doesn't have to be as broad and as big and as green something
0: i didn't as as
1: efficient at photosynthesis like to as efficient as it at its job it's just sort of it's there maybe something along those lines i found here we go this is on the nasa website go on then nasa I, so, well, as soon as I started explaining that, I realised that I didn't know what I was talking. That's about. That's fine so, though. That's how I live so, my life. I'm um, reading the article headlines and jump you, you you to read the, the I top. I know of what it? I'm talking about. A, <laughs> a quarter
0: to half of Earth's vegetated lands has shown significant greening over the last 35 years, largely due to rising levels of atmospheric carbon dioxide, according to a new study published in the journal Nature Climate Change on April 25th blah 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 green leaves use energy from sunlight through f- yeah look that's what i said right that's what you said but you don't hear about this shit you only hear about the fucking turtles choking on straws and what that is happening and
1: it sucks for the turtles but we we're, we're some doing good, shit good going on as well we that's my realization is that we we're fucked before the planet's fucked it's here like it it's going to take over us all and the contention of and this is reading a little bit of sapiens as well the um book by whoever I was frothing on last episode but he talks about like that we the, the planet's going to continue and go on we've probably only got a thousand years left in us we don't know if we're going to be around in a thousand years which to you and I sounds like a long time but when you go back you know Bible religion with fifteen hundred two thousand. 3,000 years ago, depending on which God you follow. You know, uh, Neanderthal was around 40,000 years ago or 30,000 years ago. Homo sapien, 20 million, 200 million years ago. That's a massive amount of time. And then just looking forward, a 1,000 years, we might be gone. Like, there's nothing. Rogan said it best. He said, that's 10 people away. That's 10
0: a people thousand years. away. years. Yeah. That's 10 people away. But what, where's he getting these thousand years from? I think we've got more than a thousand years in us. Like that's some
1: pessimistic thinking, right there. It it is. But even if it's two thousand, the way okay. Like, so we we hit. There's two thousand. How, how many think... billion people on the earth? Let's. I don't know, but I think it's about seven billion, potentially seven to 8, 6, 6 and eight billion people, right? And we hit one billion people in eighteen thirteen. That's one billion people in eighteen thirteen so hmm. just 200 years ago and then it's very quickly gone from 1 billion to 2 3 4 5 right up to where we are and and i know that birth rates are tailing off now we're going to you know yeah but why would that
0: mean that we're going to disappear like you're saying that there's more and more of us and we're getting better and better at living so we're going to end
1: cuz we're consuming more what? and chewing up more resources that we everyone's like, oh, we're sun, killing the planet. How, we're gonna fucking the sun go- drink all the water and eat all the all the good stuff and pollute the place, and then we're gonna struggle and we're gonna go backwards. That's what's gonna happen. People have been
0: saying this shit forever, and it never happens. We keep figuring it out. So the sun, you know what is gonna happen? The sun's gonna burn out. Yeah. How many years is that gonna be? Like a long I'll buy time that, away. We will be done. Yeah. A long time away, and that's it's dishing up free energy. Until that happens, like what, I reckon, with, the only way we're gonna stop humans is if something crashes into us, you know. And I think, yeah, or, you know, well, I don't think disaster. we're gonna do. It I don't to think ourselves. we're gonna do it to ourselves.
1: I think, no. I think we're gonna do it to ourselves. I genuinely no think that's what's way. gonna happen. We, it's Cause like people have been thinking that for years, and it never happens. But it's get, got, But it only takes one we're crack. Gonna, it's like um, it's like having a plebiscite to vote gay marriage in. You only need to do it once. And then it's in. They ain't going backwards. What, so what is it that's going to do it? Someone's going to nuke the place. It's going like, to... Oh, nukes. not 90% of the world live in in the Northern Hemisphere. Boom. You're done. Like that is, that is very then, easily mate, done. What? New, so 90% of the world live in the Northern Hemisphere. Yeah. Okay. And... They're out, they're done What do you think Australia's going to repopulate the place over a few years? Us in South Africa Those guys aren't doing it They already ran out of water In Joburg But there's we don't need to repopulate We just need humans
0: to be here We don't need 7 billion of us We just need some of us
1: We just need a little correction I reckon that's what's I think- going to be the start of it A little correction And then it's going to implode But I think we've got the capacity to do that so like, didn't Genghis Khan took the world's population like and cut 50% of it or something? There's crazy stats of Genghis Khan killing so many people, having a little reset action and like and in itself affecting global temperatures because of that.
0: Yeah, I think that's true. I think we talked about this on our, one of our episodes. <laughs>
1: that- I think so out of- my memory's fogged because we started talking about Julie Bishop very close <laughs> after that. <Yeah. laughs> Gave this
0: but he, yeah, he killed a lot of people and he also fucked a lot of bitches. Lot
1: like his of- DNA is throughout the world. Uh, he is a, I got in a car with a girl from work today to go to a meeting and she played um, John Mayer. Um, what's the track called? the track. Body is a Wonderland. Yeah, Body is a Wonderland. And I just, she was telling me, we were talking about this meeting we were going to and I just just gave her the big shush and turned it up to MAC-10 and sang along shush, to John, I, shush, John. John, John is speaking to us. <laughs> she didn't just immediately start playing with
0: herself as soon as it came on the radio. Like, what
2: is this?
1: Oh man, I lost it. I had to kind of explain to her in briefity about how our um Genghis Khan or John Mayer is the Genghis Khan of our time. Just trying Khan. to yeah. impregnate everybody that's ever lived and spread the seed you a hundred years from now, you will be a portion of Genghis Khan, like I learned hey, all of us are a portion of Neanderthal, one to four percent that's pretty rowdy, some more than more than others. yeah, I'd say I've got more Neanderthal than you. You
0: can get tested, I'd say so too, for sure. <laughs> You're like, what, the highest percentage, I'd say. Four, four percent. You're basically like a monkey.
1: <laughs> yeah, you'd be pushing four percent. Well, they weren't monkeys. They're were, they, But then they, they were tall, big, and strong, but quite dense units. Like, uh, big foreheads, yeah? Foreheads, dense. I weigh a lot more than the average person that's my height and build. I think I'm quite Neanderthalic. Neanderthal. alert. Like. Anyway. Do you sink in the water? Yeah. When I was – remember we went to Bali, went to Indo for the first time surfing. I could hold a volleyball, like a volleyball in the water and sink to the bottom of a pool holding it.
0: Absolute density, yeah. That's dense. Good for duck diving, not good for coming back up to the
1: surface. Nah, horrific for swimming in. Do you
0: remember uh, uh, surfing Cloudy Bay? I don't think I was in the water for whatever. Oh I yes, I popped eardrum. Yeah, and what you what did you, you you duck dived a wave? Yeah, and disappeared for a while and popped up like twenty meters away somewhere else. So yeah,
1: it's as close to time traveling as I've ever been. Well, we, So you'd come in, or no, you, yeah, you weren't surfing because you'd done your eardrum. I wasn't
0: surfing because I'd burst my eardrum,
1: at, which is a whole nother story. It's <laughs> a very funny story. Um, but yeah, Damo and I were surfing cloudy, and cloudy bay for those who haven't down there on Bruni Island, the very southern point down there. Is it the southern point? Is it midway along? It's not the most southern point, but it's south of Hobart
0: is that island called yeah. Bruni Island. It's bloody beautiful down there.
1: Down there. Down, if you think Hobart's slow, wait do you go to Bruni Island. It is backwards. It's the 1850s over there.
0: Yeah, it's, it's, like, it's a bit of a tourist mecca now. Is it?
1: Well, this was yeah. years ago. It's
0: my favorite place to go surfing. Really? Anyway.
1: Anyway, we so we Up digress. There. And yet again, talking about surfing on the podcast. Oh, but, fuck. We're allowed to talk about surfing. It makes me froth. Fuck I love you, it. Jeff. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's feed that's the feedback that comes straight to your phone all oh, right
1: shout yeah, out to jeff so. thanks for listening hey jeff uh i'm going to talk we'll about surfing if you want to tune out and tune back in in uh, a few minutes time <laughs> that's fine uh anyway yeah, so, fine. so this bay is called cloudy bay because this weird red algae it just accumulates in the bay but what it does is if you've got an onshore breeze which you do most of the time down there it can't blow up the surface of the water, so it makes it like an like thick, like oil. So even though it's onshore, out past where it's breaking, it's this thick water that just looks like an oil slick. And so the onshore waves, while the swell lines aren't all neat and tidy, like it it gets tidied up with with an offshore, but the actual face of the wave is like this glass. And I think you'd probably surf it with no leggy and some small fins, but... Anyway, it's quite a weird little joint. And so Dan and I never surfed there, not sure what we're doing. Surfed and, and we're about to go in. We're like, oh, yeah, we'll, we'll go in now. And we talked about it and this set wave broke a bit out in front of us and we were right next to each other and duck dived. And I did the old duck dive and you think about your board, so your nose goes down, you push it forward in the water, it flattens out and you kick the tail to point the nose back up so you come back up through the water. And I did that under the water. And then I kind of got stuck in this, stuck, like I wasn't floating or sinking. And I was like, I'll, I'll float. I'm wearing a four-mil wetsuit. I've got a surfboard made of foam. I'll float. And I just hung there and I was waiting and waiting and I wasn't floating or sinking. I was just stuck in nowhere land. And then Damo had apparently popped up, you know, from the duck dive thought, oh, shit, I must have caught that wave. He turns around, watched the wave peel off. Stands there and then like, oh, okay. Yeah. And starts paddling out a little bit further. And then all of a sudden I popped up five meters in front of him, like a uh, uh, well after the next <laughs> wave, just like <laughs> fucking, I was just stuck in a vortex Didn't... for like, it was a good, cause it, we hadn't caught a wave. So I had heaps of <laughs> breath. So I was just down there. I reckon I was down there for like probably 20 seconds, maybe 15 seconds. Do you reckon a long do you time. popped up in further out? I think he got dragged we... by the duck dive. So he like ducked but, and then got pulled backwards with the wave. Pulled back and you popped up in front of him. I remember you telling the
0: story. You were, you were, freaked. Like we were you're freaked.
1: Both- like, <laughs> he thought I'd caught the wave in and then all of a sudden I was in front of him like but he'd he'd stopped given up and started paddling. He's oh, I'm here alone, and then all of a sudden I popped up out of the water. <laughs> it was like mind fucking blown. I didn't know where I was, what was going on, like time That's a, yeah, it was a time vortex for sure. Time traveling sort of shit. It was freaky. It was very weird. Very weird. We came in and I couldn't wash the algae out of my wetsuit or my oh, hair that's, yeah, that's or anything.
0: When I used to have hair, you'd never get it out of your hair and your wetsuit and
1: everything in your ears. Rank. Have you got any bar snacks? Um, I don't know if I've got any bar snacks. Do I have any? Can we just do the do the go-to and find out what Julie Bishop's been up to for the day or for the week? That's um. Can do. usually my bar snack when I'm bored. Have you got a? Uh, have you got a phone? <laughs> Let me check out. Well, Let me we, see I what can, Jules is up to while well, you have you you, you drop so a bar snack. Search Jules.
0: Well, my bar snack was to talk about Pete Evans. Do you know Pete Evans, the celebrity chef? Yeah, the everyone thinks he's like paleo. Is he he's paleo. He's definitely yeah, not. yeah. He's he likes paleo. So and the I just it cracks me up that the mainstream media like he's. I think he might be an anti-vaxxer, which I can't get around, but I can definitely get around his paleo ideas. But um, it's funny how um, militant the mainstream media will be when people tell them they can't have chips. (laughs) (laughs) Like (laughs) there's so many articles that that Pete Evans, you know, trying to feed babies bone marrow and Pete Evans – peddling his crazy diet and it's this crazy diet of like meat and vegetables
1: why can't you have it's chips like, don't... they're a vegetable Can in you can put them in olive oil yeah. that's a vegetable you could have chips but just generally that
0: you know telling people that their diet's fucked and he just gets painted as a as a crazy person yeah um the reason i was thinking of this this week is because he came out um pro he's going to put out a pro weed um documentary mainly around like medicinal purposes and um someone from the pro-weed people said oh we don't need pete evans getting behind us it's going to do more harm than good because he's a crazy person it's like thinking like, what are you talking about he's on your side and he's not a crazy person and then it reminded me when do you remember maybe two or three years ago some article got put out that bacon gives you cancer
1: oh no doubt Yeah, oh it's the nitrate. Yeah, Yeah, I do. Because I was in the middle of producing fat chance at the time and going, Oh fuck, there goes our tagline. Butter your bacon. Do you remember? Do you
0: remember how quickly that was swept under the rug? Like no no one (laughs) is gonna stand for that. Like cigarettes will be like, okay, cigarettes, they're brut disgusting. But bacon gives you cancer. Everyone's like, fuck you, scientists. But like you take that and you fucking put it back where it came from because we're not interested. And it just swept under the rug. There's not like – and I'm just thinking like – People hold on to the That's that why people want. are – like uh, you, Yeah, you. well, that's why people think Pete Evans is crazy because they're trying to – they don't like the idea that what they're eating is fucked when it actually is. Like I had a pizza for dinner tonight. I know it's bad and Pete Evans would tell me that it's bad. It's fine. I know. It, I eat it every day.
1: Like the last couple of weeks, I've been off the keto just to remind myself, you know, is it better to eat the things that the, that I used to eat? A lot of the breads and, and grains and whatever. I had a little cereal. Fuck, cereal is delicious, but uh, so there's a lot of delicious things out there. I had scones and cream and jam. <laughs> what, what I've learned, <laughs> that's twice in a week, by the way. But um, what I've realized is, A, I put on weight very quickly like for because yep. going back to the, off off the keto. So my body, I think it's just water weight. But then also my bowels, just horrendous. They hate it. Today, when the the remaining three girls had left our office for lunch, I dropped the most horrendous loud fart, just, just huge. I'd been saving it all in and it's something I hadn't dealt with in a few years and the poor bloke standing behind me just locked his computer and walked off. And he's like, yep, that was fucked. Um, yeah, fuck. <laughs> just yeah. Me... I'm like, oh, man, you don't understand. And that's what I used to feel like all the time. So as much as... Yeah, no, I'm with you. You know what's good hey, for you was... and what's bad for you. That's what I reckon.
0: Oh, you feel it. But people that just eat shit all the time don't know the difference. Like, yeah. you know, you say you put on weight really quickly because yeah. I do too. If I go back to the eating bread and stuff, I can put on, you know, kgs in a week. But I was wondering... Is there a limit in a day how much weight you can put on? Like if you blow out one day, can, is there a limit to how many kilos you can put on in 24 hours? Can you, you know, do you hit a certain point where you should you can just keep eating and it's all bonus because your body physically can't make any more fat yeah, I or it just keep storing it?
1: Because the yeah. easiest way is to drink water but then you eventually piss it out. And then the thing that I've noticed going from eating keto, so low-carb to eating carbs is that i could eat i could eat a full kilo of pizza and the next day at the end of the day you know, after digestion i'd be two kilos heavier and it's because of the water weight that you retain <laughs> so even though i've yeah. eaten that much i've burnt those that fuel and that energy but it's the actual the, the way your body treats it differently so it makes you carry more water and the same thing i've been sleeping really hot like hating it just my feet are burning of you eat dessert i've just I can't handle. I sleep horrifically, so I'm off it again. Yeah, tomorrow. You're, I think there's scones that, left that at work. Fat
0: cunt lifestyle, by the sounds of it, you need to get, oh, get back <laughs> Hold on. the program. On.
1: I want to save my carbs for the these wonderful exports off the wood. That's what you want to do. Yeah, you that's want to what I figure. Carbs. Like
0: if you're getting it, yeah, pizza every now and then, and heaps of beers, and yeah, you might as well not eat other carbs because there's enough in them. Hey, uh, so new segment. What is Julie? I, I feel like I need to write some hooks for our segments. When I am moving into a new place this weekend, and I am going to set up a little studio, I'll, I'll write some little um, jingles. What's Julie Bishop up to? Yeah,
1: what is Julie up to? Wow, I just want to say, wow, <laughs> wow. Julie's in Victoria, which is bullshit because neither yep. you or I are there. Julie's at Phil she's got a a red hot Audi here. Um, Audi, that's the car, not Audi, Audi, um, she's wearing, not, yep, she's wearing leopard skin, um, lep- I'm sure it's just a print, not a an uh, actual leopard skin top, some nice tight black jeans there, she's, uh, yeah, driving an Audi around a test track in Phillip Island, and looking very pleased with herself, do you know what's just, how fucking hell, do you know what's just occurred to me, I think I've realised why I like Julie Bishop, Do you, if you, are like you on her mom. Instagram, she doesn't look like yeah. Robin, at all. <laughs> <laughs> a little bit. Have a, have a look at the photo, um, the second last photo. So, for those listening at home, posted oh, five days ago. from So, the 1st of uh, August is her sitting there, hands crossed in front of her, you know, on a desk yep. sort of thing. So she looks like Sandra nice Sully. the Marone number. Yeah. She looks, Sandra Sully. She looks like Sandra Sully, who in Victoria read the news on Channel 10 for- Probably through like the, yeah. the 90s, yep. into I think you probably got that in Tassie, and everyone like is loving Sandra Sully, like, there's something about her. She was Sandra Sultry. That's uh, maybe that's where my love for Jules is deep rooted. In, in the uh, anyway, I'm getting distracted. I want to get distracted. So, the other thing Julie's doing, she's just
0: become the Chancellor of the Australian National University. So, well done, Julie. Um, looking good in that photo, too. In other looking news, like a blue.
1: <laughs> Sandra Sully's <laughs> on Instagram, too. And she's got the, okay. the sickest uh, handle. It's just called Short Black with an underscore after it. Short Black underscore Sandra Sully. Get That's around That's Sandra Sully, Short Black. She must okay. be still on the news in Victoria because it says she is. Damn. Yeah. I'm moving on. I'm sure home. she is.
0: Anyway. That's the end of the segment, the new segment. What's Julie up to? Um, and hopefully, eventually, she'll be calling in to that segment and um, letting us know herself what she's doing. We'll, we should see if we can get hold of her phone
1: number. Was and
0: you've got her a dream, on, don't on you?
1: I'm sure with enough personalities, I'm sure Ash Nelson's got a direct line to oh to our Julie. We can find her number Although if you know can... Julie Bishop's phone number. <laughs> don't 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 put it in the comments on in the podcast. Just, uh, just let us know. Yeah, we'll um we'll see what we can do about Jules. I'm going to go to every charity event between now and Christmas, and uh, and attempt to say day. Actually, fuck, I do know someone that's got a number. Shove that there thought. You go. Let's move on. Shelve that. <laughs> um,
0: well, fuck. Well, we're gonna we, we were going to talk about Uber ratings,
1: but that kind of fell through, didn't it? Yeah, I had a friend who knows a lot about um rideshare services, let's call it. Um, but yep. didn't want to come on to chat about it. The rideshare services knowledge that she has around there. Do you so want to she do it? May another or may time? not work or do you want yeah, to Yeah, let's do it save now? that one. We'll get it we'll get her on. We'll get her on because because got... I
0: can't find it. I have to walk across the room to find a ah, yeah. new but we're basically anyway, going to qualify
1: the, our guests, obviously, as we've been, if you don't listen to the ge- episodes with guests, every guest that comes on the show gets, um, we we find out their Uber rating at the end, and then we judge them accordingly to our own scale that we've um, predicted, which is between four and five. We don't have anyone less than a four, do we? Is there a category less than four? Surely not. No, if you're under four, there's a category, but that's Under the, four, um, yeah. it's yeah. a general Rolf Harris category. Rolf Harris, Hitler, you know. The- Michael Jackson No, 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 no Jackson is not a four and below Jackson still gets played on the radio So he's up He's up the scale He's the like tolerant alcoholic He's the guy who does some fucked up shit But you know You tolerate it Because he's got some sick dance move And you, in the end you had a good time Even though you maybe Violated whilst he was in your car So he's not yeah, a four though- <clears throat> He's up the scale I reckon Fair enough Okay We'll go we'll- we'll- we'll back to that at some point, <laughs> surely. Um, have you got a frothing this week? What's got you frothing? Can we move in? Roll Ooh, on. Yeah. What's good? What's got you frothing? Um, Was? I've oh, oh yeah. I've got a froth, um, froth froth on. Uh, I've been playing uh indoor volleyball on a Monday night, so down at uh, Osborne Park. There's indoor volleyball, so it's on the sand, but you've got nets on the side and the roof, and four aside, um. Obviously, bit bit different to normal volleyball rules, but it basically isn't out. On the serve has to go in, but there's no out. You play it off the nets, and shit, you get some rallies going on, and it is an absolute uh, workout, like ridiculous, R- really good fun. So I've been frothing playing a bit of team sport again, um, to be honest. So is that mixed? It's, we're, it's we play in a men's comp, but we play with like the it's all mixed because the girls are quite good that play against it, and we've got a. Um, uh, friend Lizzie, shout out to Slim Shady. She's uh, it was her idea. She wanted to play, so she's just moved back down from Carnarvon and um, hit me up. I said, I'll supply the personnel. You just sign us up and keep us motivated. So yeah, I've been absolutely frothing on volleyball, like to the point of I uh, I was thinking about volleyball all week and couldn't wait for last night to play again. So it's been good. That's that's properly got me frothing. Team sport, meeting people, getting sweaty, getting sandy. Yeah, good fun. That's good. It's good fun. Team sports. Yeah, what's your um? What's your froth? You're in Sydney, surely there's a big froth. New, new town.
0: Yeah, I've been in the um, in this fucking hotel for three, nearly three weeks now. But um, we're moving into our new place on Friday, which is pretty exciting. But the thing that got me froth Saturday morning, I woke up and was like, oh, I wouldn't mind going for a surf. So I grabbed my phone, jumped on SwellNet. I was like, oh yeah, it's four foot at at Bondi um and i was within 15 minutes of checking that i was in the water at bronte surfing i was like "Fuck, 15 minute turnaround to checking surf on phone and being in the water that's that's got me frothing that's good that's very good that's good and uh yeah, it, it was fun too but it's it's crowded but what sort of uh, waves were bronte had so what did you surf for beachy or what is it it bronte has it's a it's like Bronte and Tamarama. It's, they're both narrow. Tamarama is quite narrow. But Bronte's got this like right-hand reef thing and some of the waves break on the reef, but some of them break just off. But it, it basically makes this really nice right-hander and it's pretty shifty. But then further down the beach, you got these really – because it's such a narrow beach, you get a lot of backwash and a lot of side waves. So you get all these sort of wedgy peaks popping up everywhere. Yeah. So you can sort of go and sit down there and – and pick off random things. Um, yeah. And yeah, a lot of backwash and stuff. So it's
1: quite hectic. But Does it get a, a lot of swell? Good fun. Pick up much from the south? Uh, yeah, what it was, space?
0: so that was a south swell and it was, it was solid overhead. Um, and I think it was, Shit, yeah. you know, I didn't go and look anywhere else, but um, yeah, it's, it's actually a really
1: good spot to surf.
0: Like just so getting it's got a wave, rough, like
1: going, getting in the water instead of going for a run, just going and paddling. If you catch one wave, if it only takes fifteen minutes to be in the water, that's that's. Mate, that's fifteen deal. minutes. I was down there. I surfed
0: for an hour. I probably caught five five waves. Came back and and I was back at, at home at like nine a.m. So yes, good way to start your Saturday. The other thing that's got me frothing is there's a podcast called The Dooley, which was a surf podcast, which is where we kind of stole the frothing idea
1: from. Did we? I've never listened to it. It's difficult just steal something I'm plead ignorance to that who's the dually? yeah no I stole it <laughs> but they
0: hadn't done an episode for a year and they dropped one this week basically saying that they're going to do a new podcast um which got me frothing cuz they're quite funny
1: um I need anyway. to get on this who's the dooly how do you spell dooley? if you've got any the the Yeah, you can go back
0: and listen. So their their podcast was every they did it weekly for a while there, where one of them would make a quiz about the week in surfing and ask the other one questions, and which would lead to talking points. And yeah, that was it. They do that each week, but then they stopped doing it.
1: Nice. I'm on board. I've just found them. So it is the Dooley. So D double O L E Y. But don't yeah. They've got a thing at them. What's got you stoked this week? Don't listen to that shit. What's got you stoked? Yeah, I stole it. I stole it. <laughs> <laughs> hey, what what do you reckon makes <laughs> this a successful good. podcast? So they, I'm looking, I'm, I've never heard of these guys. I'm on it. They've got 60 episodes and then their latest one is last episode or first, question mark. So they seem to be back because they've been on hiatus for 12 months. And yeah, like, do you think people ditch the idea of doing a podcast after 10 episodes or something? Have we... Have we got some continuity? Are we on board? We've got real kit, the sound. Uh, what was the feedback from, oh mate, Ginger, well, Ginger Megs? What was his bloody Ging, name? Yeah, Ginger he didn't slider. like that. Whoever didn't like the
0: sound was a bit hard to do. But these guys said it. They just said it. it is. It is a bit of a pain in the ass to do a podcast, and especially. And they're they're similar to us. They're in different cities, and they were getting they were having struggles with the internet and things like that. And they talk about that in their latest episode, and I was like, "Yeah, I can, re- I can relate." But um, I think, yeah, we we put one out last week. We'll put this one out this week, and then I'm going to be in Perth next week. So we'll do one a week for at least these three weeks. Um, hopefully people keep listening.
1: Yeah, and we've got a bit of a Not. couple of holidays as well. We might even get some tours in. You're in Indo, I'm in New Zealand. We've got a, yep. a, a a teaser alert. We have got a Scottish guest. I might have to put a bloody I... filter on him so he fucking can understand what he's saying. Because half the time I, don't, I have no idea yeah. what he says. He talks some. Weird, you should even text in Scottish. Uh, like like the day Kenmin. What the fuck does that mean? I have no idea. Let's we'll find out. There's a teaser. You'll find next out next week, week with uh, um, my Scottish mate.
0: We should try and do it from Bali and New Zealand because they're probably like Bali will have better internet than
1: what I've got here. I reckon it's definitely going to be better than Leaderville's internet. Well, Perth's serving That's up horrific. Um, rock and roll. Have you got any more bar snacks? Are you all juiced no, out of bar done. snacks? You're done here. We are juiced out. Excellent. Um, I've got a song though. You got a song. Good. Song. I should start providing songs one day. Your challenge next week is to provide
0: a song, okay? All right, I will provide a song. That's your song. one challenge. You've got seven days to find a song. So you have to find the file for the song, and you have to get permission to play it, or at least just tell me find that a song permission to play. It. <laughs> yeah, because we Ignorance this one bliss. <laughs> so, as you know, I have a I had a band called the Bitterman. Uh We put out an album and we put out a film clip for a song on all sides and. The star of the film clip is this guy, Will Ewing, who had a spot in Neighbours once and I got chatting to him on the set of this film clip. He's like, Oh, yeah, you should check out my band um, called September 87 I go and have a look at them. And they've got like 600,000 players on YouTube. So they got picked up by some 600,000. Uh, 600,000.
1: That... 600, That's huge. It's,
0: yeah. This song uh, called Bad Dream Baby. And it's fucking epic song and the film clip is hilarious and that's it so I'm going to play September 87, Bad Dream Baby and I highly recommend after you hear this track that you go and look at the YouTube clip because it's fucking funny
1: woo, alright that's it, thanks Andy Well, um, no worries, I'm going to see you soon I guess but uh, yeah appreciate this tune, see you next week hooroo, hooroo